The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome to The Early Edge. The NFL season is over. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions. I had the San Francisco 49ers, but good news, everybody. We did really, really well on these Super Bowl picks. Before we get to the stars of the show, let's take a look at what we did. We had literally nobody with a losing record on these Super Bowl picks. Look at Mackenzie Brooks, 3-0. and uh, Prop stars looking like four out of six. I hit two out of three. Look at Larry Hartstein, the maestro. Man, I hope he is on the show today. Eight out of ten is absolutely absurd. R.J. White with a winning record. Two out of three for Mike McClure. Really? Oh, my gosh. And it just keeps coming in. Dave Richard, three out of four. Eric Casillas, four and oh, and EC, three out of five. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a very, very good Super Bowl run. Now that NFL is over, well, we turn the page. We turn the page to the NBA. We'll talk about that today. College basketball. We're on the precipice of March Madness. We'll talk about that today. The NHL. We've got, oh, and by the way, 44 days away from Major League Baseball opening day. The early edge will be coming strong after NFL season, and it starts today, and it starts with the stars of the show. So let's bring them in right here, right now. We've got the maestro, and again, I, I got to say it again. Eight out of ten is, like, kind of absurd. All right, we got Proppy here with the thumbs up. Buckets, I didn't even mention Buckets. He wasn't on the recap screen, but I know you all remember Mahomes, INT, Buckets is the king of all of this. So Buckets hitting the interception prop is pretty amazing. Larry, I got to start with you, though. Before we get into our official Super Bowl reactions, congratulations. Eight out of ten, pretty awesome. Yeah, but I would give them all back to win that showdown against Buckets. That's still uh, yeah. stinging me. See, uh, I just three things jumped to the top of my head when looking at this super. One, Leo Chanel could have been the MVP. The guy blocks an extra point, forces the fumble on Christian McCaffrey, finishes with six tackles. Those were massive plays that he made. And two, terrible decisions by Kyle Shanahan, which seems like we're repeating ourselves every time we get to a big game, not calling timeouts at the end of the first half, letting the Chiefs run out the last four minutes of the first half. And then in overtime, okay, you want to take the ball. You got to go for it on fourth down there. You got to go third and four at the nine as if you have two plays, because even if you don't score the touchdown, you still have them down at the nine. And if you should somehow stop them and have them pinned back down, then you can win it with the field goal, kicking the field goal, is absolutely, to me, inexcusable. This is very interesting because I, I have a slightly different take on some of this. Let's let's go into some Super Bowl reactions, actually. Before we go into official picks, we're going to do some Super Bowl reactions. We'll look at the odds from 
2025. I mean, we already have those out. And there's actually kind of like a medium range team that I think I like that. I don't know. Maybe Proppy will like to all odds powered by BetMGM. Before we get there, Proppy, let me ask you this, because, you know, as far as running the clock out in the first half, I don't necessarily disagree. But I will say this. There was there was not enough time for me to have faith that Kyle Shanna had faith in Brock Purdy to matriculate the ball down the field. I mean, coming like going into halftime with a lead, I thought was pretty important there. The other thing about uh, overtime and Larry didn't really take umbrage with this, but when we when we got to overtime, I actually understood San Francisco receiving the ball because my thought was this defense was so gassed and they just got torn up and they probably needed some rest and maybe some scheming to deal with Kansas City when they ultimately get the ball. What was your reaction to the Super Bowl? Did, did any of those things factor in? I got to say, Drake Greenlaw being injured was such a gigantic deal that we're not really going to talk. We'll talk about how crazy the injury was, but I don't think we'll end up talking about the impact on the game. I think that had an impact on Travis Kelsey specifically and him hitting is over on his receiving prop. Um, But Dre Greenlaw being in that game, I think could have maybe stemmed the tide a little bit. Proppy, what's your reaction to this game? I thought it was a phenomenal game from a viewership standpoint, just extremely entertaining, not really having a dog in the fight. Personally, I just really enjoyed watching the game back and forth, uh, watching Kansas City operate from behind Patrick Mahomes, just maintaining just really impressive uh, composure in the process. Uh, I just felt like even when the Chiefs were down, things weren't going well. Uh, I just had confidence that Mahomes and company would figure things out. Ultimately, uh, the first half was, you know, somewhat of a uh, defensive battle, minimal scoring, not exactly great football uh, as far as excitement was concerned. And then in the second half, things really opened up. Uh, I thought there were some great individual performances. Christian McCaffrey becoming the first player in Super Bowl history to have 80 rushing yards and 80 receiving yards. Really just cap what was a historically great season for the versatile running back. Uh, and then as far as the Chiefs were concerned, just, you know, Mahomes doing Mahomes things. Obviously, a lot of credit goes to that Kansas City defense who stepped up at the end as well. So I just think it was a lot of uh, big moments, uh, more so, you know, whereas the NFC Championship was the Lions blowing that game. I just thought this was two very evenly matched, excellent teams kind of going uh, at each other, and there wasn't a team that really you know gave the game away. I just think it was a well-fought, just excellent game. So uh, I loved it. Yeah, that's totally fair. It was a well-fought game. There wasn't like a, a crazy penalty that, that you know, turned the game. I mentioned Dre Greenlaw. I mean, Debo Samuel being banged up. Those were big deals, but it's not like anybody, like they, they all put it out there. The refs didn't decide the game. I like that. Buckets, I, I got to go to you because before the show, you mentioned you actually watched the Super Bowl. But you watched the Nickelodeon broadcast, which, for the record, <laughs> surprises literally nobody. Uh, how was that broadcast, and how did you enjoy the Super Bowl? I was going to say, nobody will be shocked to hear that I watched the Nickelodeon SpongeBob version of the Super Bowl. And see, I got to just say this. If every single NFL Sunday was done in that Nickelodeon style, I'd be the biggest NFL fan on the planet. I watched the entirety of the Super Bowl. I loved the interviews with all the characters, all the fake graphics and everything going on. For me, it was just hilarious. My favorite part, though, was every time there was a uh, penalty or a foul or whatever you call it in football, Dora the Explorer would pop up on the screen and would explain the rules of the game. So she would go, false start is XYZ and explain it to everybody watching, which unironically helps viewers like me. Buckets will be a noted sports line NFL capper thanks to Dora the Explorer. So uh, that is... <laughs> Uh, unbelievable, actually. I kind of wish I caught a little bit of that. Uh, Larry, it looks like you've got a lot rattling around in your head based off what Buckets just said. Any reaction? 
Oh, classic, oh. classic maestro on mute. Sorry, you go, you go eight out of ten, and then you mute yourself. Like you, Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. What did you say, Larry? I said there are no viewers like you. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, let's turn the page a little bit here. Let's take a look at the 2025 odds. And so I don't think there's any. Well, listen, I think some people will be surprised here with the Chiefs not being the favorite. Listen, uh, Mahomes said it in his postgame interview, the one immediately after winning the Super Bowl. It's a very young team. Like, you know, this is one of the situations where Patrick Mahomes commands a lot from a salary standpoint. But the good news is they've drafted well. They've got a, a, a young nucleus. I probably think it's, you know, the Chiefs that maybe should be favored here. Maybe we could swap the 49ers and Chiefs, but we're only quibbling about a couple of points here. I, I think the two at the top makes sense. I don't have a ton of faith in the Ravens to get to the Super Bowl. I don't know that I have a ton of faith in the Bills. When I look down this board, and Proppy, I'm going to go to you first. When I look down this board, I see the Eagles at plus 1,600, and I think to myself, all right, this defense can improve. They, they can get you know get healthy in the draft, if you will, and they still have Jalen Hurts and likely A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, likely a pretty good offensive line, one of the top 10 in the league, I, I would suggest, uh, when we go into the 2024 season. So plus 1,600 here at BetMGM, that seems long enough for me to speculate on, but what do you like? Yeah, I I agree with you, See, I think the Eagles provide some value at plus 1,600. I definitely think uh, they possess the talent uh, to get back in the mix for sure. So they're a good look. I'd also look at the Chargers at plus 2,500. I really think Harbaugh is going to change the culture there in Los Angeles. I think they also possess a lot of talent. I think the Chargers, uh, their season yeah, typically tends to hinge on how healthy they are. Uh, one of the more injured teams, uh since as far back as I can remember, but I think the uh, the defense will just naturally improve under Harbaugh. They'll adopt that mentality. Usually, his first three years with an NFL team uh, tends to really you know bring the best out of them. And I just think they have a lot of high end talent. And uh, yeah, I'd say the Eagles and the Chargers, looking at this board, uh, offer the most value to me at first glance. So, Larry, we have a question in the chat. It says, what about the Texans? I will note that the Texans are in this 25 to 1 range as well. Um, not necessarily the direction I would go, but it's a, definitely a, an extremely fair question. Chargers plus 2,500 with Harbaugh. That is interesting, at least. Maestro, where would you go here? One or two teams you like? Yeah, the most interesting teams on the board for me are the Bengals. If Burrow is healthy, if T. Higgins is back at plus 1,400, we've seen them beat Patrick Mahomes, which is what you have to do if you're in the AFC. But to me, I'm going to look at the Ravens. I know they didn't get it done this year. They were one of the top five teams in the history of DVOA. That's how good a team they were. Chris Jones at, on NFL Network after the game said the Ravens were the best team in the league, hands down. Hmm. You know, somehow the Chiefs uh, beat them and the Ravens, inexplicably got away from their running game. You look at their offseason, they got to re-sign Patrick Queen. Maybe Clowney comes back, but they don't have too many questions. They got to get another weapon uh, uh, opposite Zay Flowers uh, because OBJ and Bateman uh, are not going to cut it there. But they really have everyone coming back, it looks like. But the Chiefs, you know, the youngest defense in the league, see ya. Uh, and they took down the four best offenses in their last four games, and they held those offenses under 16 points a game. Uh, that's pretty impressive uh, for the Chiefs. But I, I, I'm going to look at the Ravens. I do want to say this, Buckets, before I get your pick, which we absolutely need. Chris Jones is like <laughs> – 
I don't think he's going to get the credit for that he deserves for this particular game. But Larry, you mentioned it in overtime on that third and four. He disrupted that play. Juwan Jennings was going to be wide open either for a touchdown or another first down. And by the way, Juwan Jennings would have probably been the MVP, which is just crazy if San Francisco wins that game, especially if he gets another touchdown on that play. Chris Jones disrupted at least two or three big time third down plays. And again, because he didn't get the sack, we kind of forget about it like those plays in general. But Chris Jones, with, without honestly, without Chris Jones, I don't think this Super Bowl run happens. I really, truly don't. I'm, I'm talking like the last two Super Bowls. I, I don't think it happens without Chris Jones. This defense was so good, uh, not directly as a result of him, but he was a huge, huge part of it. Buckets, where are we going with our 2025 Super Bowl winner? Uh, see, help me with a little bit of geography here. As you know, I just moved to Columbus. Which NFL team is closest to Columbus? Ooh, probably the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals on this board. Maybe Bengals. Okay, I'm all about the Bengals. Lifetime fan here. Big uh, Bengals guys. So let's go with that at 1,400. First of all, I like the Bengals pick. By the way, if you have a pick on this board or a long shot that you like, uh, sports line saying Browns at plus 5,000, that's a really long number. I actually uh, really like that. So uh, if you have a team you like, put it in the chat. Hit the like button if you haven't already. Again, all these odds are powered by BetMGM. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get to our actual official picks buckets you're going to go first because we got to lead with the pitch speaking of the pitch 44 days away from mlb season and this show is going to be so active we're gonna have day baseball folks how awesome is that we'll have picks for like one o'clock we'll have picks for seven o'clock we'll have picks for 10 o'clock mlb is going to be absolutely crazy and we're going to get it started sooner than you think but before we get our picks started for this show let's hear a quick message from our partners Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Walter Rogers says Cowboys at plus 1600. And I say to Walter, have you learned nothing about the Dallas Cowboys over the last three decades? I'd say the same about my Washington commanders, by the way, at least the Cowboys make the playoffs. Uh, Japan says, will there be a future MLB episode as in futures MLB episode? I'm sure there will be. Uh, again, we're 44 days away. So as we get a little bit closer, we'll start. Well, we'll talk about futures on this show. I promise you that that'll probably be an intro to some of the stuff that we do before official bets as we get closer. But I'm pretty sure we'll see guys like the sniper. We'll see guys like uh, a mags doing uh, futures episodes. And oh, by the way, CBS Sports HQ will be full of that as well. All right, buckets. I like the uh, sniper invitation there, by the way. I miss sniper. I can't wait to see him back on this very show. You've got a soccer play. Let's hear about it. See, we got to get your priorities straight, man. You're talking about baseball coming back. You're saying, hey, NFL's over. What are we going to do? We have Champions League starting tomorrow. The My biggest bad. competition in the sporting world starts 
tomorrow. So don't worry. I got everyone covered this week. We'll have plenty of Champions League plays, not only here on the Early Edge, but also on the Sportsline site from me, the guru, the silent assassin, all the guys you love so much. So check those out. But we're focused today on the Portuguese Primera. And we're going to give out a play that's going to worry some of my bigger Portuguese fans here because I'm looking at the best defensive team in all of Portugal, FC Porto, to not play good defense today. They are traveling to take on FC Aruca at 3 p.m. this afternoon. And I'm going with the classic here of both teams to score at minus 110. Porto, again, tremendous defense. Only 14 goals conceded over 20 games. However, this is not a team that does that when they play on the road. Porto have conceded in five of their last six away games across all competitions. And not only do they have to travel and take on Aruca today, but they have another match on the 17th and then their Champions League bout against Arsenal on the 21st. So they're going to be a bit distracted here. I think Aruka will take advantage of that, especially since Aruka is hot right now and have scored nine goals in their last three matches here. If you want something a little bit extra, keep an eye on Ivan Linson for Porto, anytime goal scorer, or Rafa Muzica, anytime goal scorer for Aruka. Those are the two big dogs you want to keep an eye out for. But both teams to score at minus 110, frankly, feels a little bit like a gift this afternoon. And that Aruka is so hot right now. Hansel reference. Uh, Zoolander. There was a question in the chat that I maybe I'll get back to it later. By the way, David Talk says, see a PGA at Charlie Hoffman at plus 3,300, and he almost won. We almost hit our Sahith Tagala 40 to 1 play. Uh, fortunately, we uh, I hit one of two matchups. The other one was a push. Uh, the early wedge, by the way, tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Patrick was missing last week because of travel issues, but he'll be back with us tomorrow. So it'll be me, Patrick, and Eric Cohen, of course, EC, talking the Genesis Invitational tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Uh, absolutely love that play. And by the way, buckets, my apologies. I mentioned all these sports coming up, but because I'm sort of already in the midst of soccer, I, I'm sorry, I forgot about it. And I know Champions League is so important to you, but also guys like Bradley Jacobs and Chris Kish and so many in the chat um, that that levy their picks in the chat as well, but are so interested in yours. So my apologies there, a sincere apology, actually, because I absolutely should have mentioned soccer, the pitch, all of that. All right, let's go to some basketball. Larry, did you have something? Yeah, there was a question in the chat about Brock Purdy rushing yards. He kneeled down at the end of regulation and went from 13 to 12, taking the minus one, which I felt really bad about because uh, I posted on Sportsline at 10 and a half, uh, but later in the week it was at 12 and a half. Uh, so anybody who got 12 and a half lost on a heartbreaker. True heartbreaker. And I don't, you know, listen, it might have been a little too little too late here, but when we did our show, our pre-Super Bowl show, Yesterday, we were on around 6 o'clock, uh, well, 5 to 6.30. But uh, at the end of that show was me, Danny Brasco, I believe Prop Stars, and Mackenzie Brooks. And we actually had a question about Brock Purdy's rushing yards. And I and I put it on Mackenzie Brooks, and she said, well, I got it at – it opened at 9.5. I, I kind of like it there. And at 10.5, just like Larry said. And I asked her on that show – again, this is 30 minutes before kickoff – I said – do you also like it at 12 and a half? And she said, no, she said it actually had been the, the number is, is kind of lost there. And, and the margins were really tight on that rushing prop. So credit to Mackenzie Brooks. Not only was she three and zero on Super Bowl picks, but anybody who was debating that pick, if you listen to Mackenzie, you laid off and, and you, you know, you didn't get the bad, end, bad end of the stick there. It wasn't a bad play at 12 and a half, but it didn't come in at the end of the day. All right. Good place. I'm taking the Hawks tonight. I'm going to the association. I'm going to the NBA. The college basketball card is a little thin today. It'll get much better later on in the week. But I really like how the Hawks have been playing. If you look at their wins and the competition that they've been playing over the last, let's just say in February, over the last two weeks, they've played some good competition and they've lost some close games to very good teams like the Celtics, like the Los Angeles Clippers. And they've beaten some really good teams. More importantly, they've been very good against the spread. Capella's not been playing, but the starting five for this team, they're getting contributions 
from everybody. It's not just it, it's not just Murray and and guys like Trey Young. They're getting contributions from everybody, and I absolutely love it. The Bulls. I think Caruso is going to be playing. I think he's leaning to. I think he's questionable right now. He's leaning towards probable. Yeah, whether he plays or not, I, I think the Bulls away from home, like they, they've had a really soft schedule over the last couple of weeks. They they rattled off some wins. But I think they're going to meet their match uh, playing the Hawks here. I think the Hawks cover the line, especially since they've really risen to the occasion against good competition. I think they cover four against relatively bad competition. All right, that's my NBA play. We got to get to our sports line play. We got to get to prop stars, NBA picks, and we've got a college basketball ca- uh, pick in a featured game tonight that Maestro is going to offer. But before we get there, one more quick message from our partners. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, we go to hockey for our sports line pick, and it's courtesy of our very own Matt Severance. We've got an underplay. Love this already. Flames Rangers under six and a half at minus 125. Again, Flames Rangers under six and a half at minus 125. That's our sports line pick from our very own Matt Severance. And now we go back to the NBA. Proppy, let, let me ask you on the front end, and maybe you can answer this before you give your props out. Do you have or has is it already out the Sportsline article? For, forgive me for not knowing. I, I know Mondays and Thursdays are usually when the article comes out. But either way, you've got two props for the NBA tonight. What you got? I was up late last night putting in picks, so the article is not out yet, but it will be out shortly. I have seven NBA picks already up on the site today. Uh, absolutely love this slate for the record. Uh, I've got two props that I'm going to share right now. Starting with Maxi Kleba, we're going to go under seven and a half combined rebounds and assists. Uh, the odds makers messed up on this line, in my opinion, uh, for a variety of reasons. First and foremost, it's just a big line for Kleba, uh, considering his role in the offense, just a perimeter-oriented big, doesn't really crash the boards. He averages roughly five and a half combined rebounds and assists. He's been playing heavy minutes lately since Dwight Powell has been on the shelf around 30 minutes per game, but that number is going to plummet. Uh, for a variety of reasons, but mainly because the uh, Dallas Mavericks acquired Daniel Gafford at the trade deadline in addition to P.J. Washington, both guys capable of playing uh, the four and the five and are going to play significant minutes and potentially play uh, or potentially take his starting job as well. Even if uh, Kleba continues to be the starter, it's just, you know, out of respect to his tenure with the Mavs, he's going to play in my opinion, probably between 20 and 25 minutes, uh, which is not nearly enough playing time for him to 
clearly, or to go over this total of seven and a half combined rebounds and assists. He's a low output rebounder uh, and doesn't really get a ton of usage. So absolutely love this prop. This is my favorite prop on the board that I've seen so far. And then I'm going to go over to the game that Sia is on, the Hawks. We're going to actually fade Chicago big man Nikola Vucevic under 37 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. This is an inflated line as well, uh, likely a result of playing the Atlanta Hawks uh, who do provide high-scoring game environments. But I actually don't think this is necessarily a great matchup for Vucevic. Uh, his normal PRA number usually is 31.5, 32.5. He averages just under 32.5 combined points, rebounds, and assists. And again, the Hawks do provide uh, a lot of opportunities for opposing players on the offensive side. But the, the Hawks are now starting Onyeka Okongwu at center, and he is an excellent defensive player. The defensive metrics with him on and off the court compared to Capella are much more favorable. Also, the eye test as well. He looks like a lot better defender to me, especially on-ball defender compared to Clint Capella. So I actually think this is a difficult matchup uh, for Vucevic. Uh, I think his PRA line should be in line with his season averages. It doesn't make sense to me that he's being uh, kicked up nearly five or six PRA. So I like fading the big man under 37 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Also under seven and a half rebounds and assists for Maxi Kleba. We've got people in the chat saying uh, Proppy was up super late at night posting picks at 3 a.m. Uh, and they certainly appreciate that because, listen, like NBA is kind of finicky, right? Because we, we don't always know who's playing. But you certainly when the when the props get posted, you probably most of the time you want to be on the early end of getting those out and you put them out on sports line when you get them after you analyze them. And by the way, if there's somebody in in there or in the chat that's not already a member of sports line and is not getting those 3 a.m. notifications, well, 60% off the annual plan. We still got the same promo code. It's not going to last forever, everybody. Winners. Type in winners as the promo code. You get 60% off the annual plan. All you got to do is go to sportsline.com slash join and type in winners as the promo code. And by the way, shout out to Chris Kish. He says, I've been giving out one play in the chat each day. I'm 4-0. Let's try to make it five. He's got Palace versus Chelsea. Cole Palmer to score or assist at plus 100. And he says, I don't trust Chelsea to win, but they should score. Chris Kish going for 5-0. and oh. Buckets, any reaction to that pick? I've got a quick reaction, and then I want to read one more comment, Sia. First of all, yeah. I love that pick. Cole Palmer has been tremendous, and he's the reason that Chelsea is not sinking right now. He is also taking duties from the spot, so do keep an eye on him to get a penalty in this game potentially as Palace is missing some key players at plus odds. That's a tremendous look. And I just wanted to say that Adam Frey in the chat said, any love for Vlahovic to score today? Just be careful on Vlahovic. He is the striker for Juventus in Serie A. Their manager, Allegri, said that he picked up a hamstring pull in practice, and they're not sure if he's going to start today. And if he does play, he might not play the full game. So just wait until lineups before you do anything with Vlahovic today. Absolutely love the clarification there. Thank you for being, keeping an eye on the chat. Really appreciate that. All right, Maestro, we got a game at 8 o'clock tonight. TCU at home against West Virginia. Honestly, with this slate, it's probably one of two or three games that I actually want to watch. I think Duke Wake Forest is also an interesting game. Uh, but talk to us about what you like in the 8 o'clock TCU-West Virginia game. 
Yeah, West Virginia is the kind of team that can beat Kansas at home. They can beat Texas at home. And when they go on the road, they get absolutely demolished. They've lost their five true road games by over 20 points a game. They just went to Texas and lost 94 to 58. Now you come to visit a TCU team that needs this game coming up a cuff coming off a couple of tough losses, including Iowa State that just suffocated them. They're going to have a lot easier time getting up and down the court against West Virginia. West Virginia is the worst rebounding team in the Big 12. I think TCU is going to dominate the glass. They're going to dominate on the fast break, especially Emmanuel Miller. I love watching this guy play. I laid the lumber with TCU. I'm not going to go over 13, but 12 and a half, 13. I'm good with that. I love that, actually. That was a game I was looking at, and I, I was so close to getting there on TCU. So you're pushing me over the edge. I like TCU minus 12 and a half there. And by the way, on Mel, it's not just Chris Kish. I know there's other people that give out plays, but uh, Mel has given out some NHL plays, he says, over the last nine days, including the Oilers under from Saturday, which also hit. He's four and one. So this chat is doing really, really well. Please keep pointing out your gains, even some of your losses, whatever the case may be. We love that you all in the chat are making picks. Absolutely love that. Speaking of picks, let's take a look at the recap screen. We've got buckets on Aruka. So hot right now. FC Porto, both teams to score, minus 110. I've got the Hawks minus four at minus 108. Larry, TCU, minus 12 and a half at minus 106. Prop stars, Max Kleber, under seven and a half rebounds and assists at minus 120. And Vucevic, under 37 and a half points, rebounds and assists at minus 115. And then we got a sports line pick. It's the Flames, it's the Rangers, it's the under, six and a half at minus 125. What a show. I feel like there's been no drop-off. And we're, we're, you know, it's always weird. Once the Super Bowl happens, it's kind of one of those weird moments where you're like, oh, no, we're without football. We got so much to look forward to. Again, I talked about MLB, but we got soccer, we got Champions League, we got NHL, we got NBA, we got NCAA. We're on the precipice, like I said, of March Madness. We're going to bring in some new personalities to talk some college basketball on this very show as well you'll see them with picks on Sportsline, ladies and gentlemen it is going to be a wild ride we hope you are here with us on behalf of prop stars on behalf of buckets the maestro eight out of ten this whole Sportsline universe did very well in the super bowl shout out to every single person including jake the snake on the ones and twos as for me i am the counselor of cash this is the early edge and we rest our case It only takes two minutes of sheer horror. A new Paramount Plus original docuseries. We were dealing with a serial killer preying on elderly women. A cold-blooded killer hidden in plain sight. He's suffocating people with a pillows. Leaving corpses all over Texas. How did it happen? I was responsible for her. The guilt is immeasurable. They covered it up. Pillowcase Murders, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus.